Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. Lindsay Phillips is the founder of Smooth Sailing Online Support, a company dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and small business owners increase customer service, run their business more effectively, and increase their profits. Prepare to be inspired and learn some practical tips and strategies you can use in your business today. And now, welcome your host and captain for this 30-minute excursion, Lindsay Phillips. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sailing to Success podcast. I'm your host and captain, Lindsay Phillips, uh, for this 30-minute excursion. And for those of you that don't know me, I'm the founder and CEO of Smooth Sailing Online Support, um, a virtual assisting firm helping entrepreneurs and small business owners calm the choppy waters of fast-paced business growth. So uh, I hope you guys have listened um, to some other podcast show. Um, I love to really motivate and inspire um, um, entrepreneurs to achieve more. I love sharing practical tips, um, business building strategies, um, you know, to help me grow my business and to help you guys grow your business and boost your profits. And today I'm really excited to be talking to um, Gretchen Bruner, and she is in the speaking world, and it is just booming out there. And there are so many people that want to get into it and that have a ton of questions. Um, so this is the perfect guest. So. I'm going to let you know a little a bit about her. So she first started as a speaker. Um, you know, it, it took tons of time and effort to learn how to get speaking opportunities, but it really paid off for her. And not only did she keynote nationally, internationally, but Gretchen actually appeared on San Diego's Today Show and other local TV programs, which is amazing. So she was featured on the front page of the travel section of America's seventh largest newspaper, as well as Parents Magazine, K. PBS radio and these successes were a direct result of her taking consistent actionable steps and following through for best results so she is going to share some of her great tips which is amazing now after a while Gretchen had a ton of people asking her you know will you pitch me to these places they want to tap into her brilliance and after working with a number of private clients Gretchen figured out that it it was the talent support person that really should be trained on how to find speaking gigs and this way the talent could get on stage and the team knew just what to do to make that happen and you know then and then anyone was everyone was happy so Gretchen's going to share with us why speaking is something that every person or sorry every business owner should do and how that support staff admins VA can really add speaker services uh, to the resume and get more clients. Um, I know a lot of entrepreneurs out there are in the VA fields, support staff, um, but this will really help VAs, yes, and entrepreneurs as well that kind of want to tap into that market. So thanks for joining me, Gretchen. I am so happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. And I, I can't, every time you say, you know, in a metaphor of the sea or the captain, I, I just love the visual that it gives me. And I'm like, oh, good. We're going on a, on a great sailboat ride. <laughs> awesome. I'm seeing snow right now. I don't know where, where you are, but I'm I snow would too. <laughs> so love to be, you know, on a lake, in a boat, with a glass of wine. Yes. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, we can imagine it anyways. Um, so clearly you've had a really successful career with speaking, you know, the industry inside out. Um, 
how did you kind of get into that and what was your motivation? Well, you, you said a little bit before where I was a speaker and, and um, I, I first want to begin by telling your audience um, what we're going to talk about today is useful, not only for the, for your VA tribe mm-hmm. um, to really understand the mindset of their potential clients. So I just want to start, I want to start the conversation because I'll be talking to the VA as a VA, but I'll also be talking from the speaker's perspective yeah. and it's really useful so that they can understand the mindset. Totally. Yeah. So when I, I, I went on an extraordinary trip um, in 2008 with my three kids and it, it turned into a book and the book was, and as you said, um, I was able to, to get all those speaking gigs in media and TV and radio, et cetera. But um, before I, I knew it, my, I had a, my husband was my first client. He said, you know, you've, you've gained a lot of momentum with your speaking. Can you help me do yeah, that? Awesome. And then, yeah, nothing like having him as my guinea pig, but totally. And it quickly turned into a line of clients. My business grew so fast and, and too fast that it actually, um, I ended up having health issues from stress and I actually had to let all my clients go and it was frustrating because of course I still knew how to get these speaking gigs but Mm -hmm. I I couldn't do it myself anymore and that's when I put together of well no longer should I really only be training the talents you know the author coach business owner but I really should be focusing on their team so it's the the admin like you said and, and the virtual assistant because the the support that that person can provide to the talent is invaluable. Absolutely. And when I started looking um, into getting speaking gigs, I there wasn't really anybody to tell me, Gretchen, do this. And so I had to figure that it's the classic. I figured it all out on my own. And now that's what ha- makes me you know grateful is to share that knowledge with with a support person because we all know like a VA is a doer. The ac- that's the action person. And so yeah. it makes me excited to work with people like that. Awesome. And I mean, there's so much then to do behind the scenes to get that talent on the stage. Now, or I guess from an overview, how is speaking important for an entrepreneur's business? You know, what can speaking do for them to kind of pull that as, as yeah, a marketing tool? I mean, I know some people have it as an end goal. That's they just keynote speak. Um, so maybe talk about that a little bit. Yeah, and I and I give all like the, the kudos and the credit to anybody that is really full time speaking as it, like like you said like the twenty five thousand dollars keynote speaker. But for the rest of the world, um, and for and for the rest of the, of the VA's potential clients, speaking really should be looked at as an extension of their marketing plan. Mm-hmm. It is um, absolutely unequivocally known as the ability to exponentially grow one's business is through speaking, and it's not you know, rocket science is because you're selling one to many versus one to one. Yeah. And here's a really good distinction that I, that I want your audience to take away. People think of speaking as, okay, I'm going to get paid a big sum of money to go on stage and speak. Well, that's one stage as it were, but as a, as a VA, as a, as a person who potentially be, you know, supporting a talent, Thinking of speaking as, even if they're on a free stage, it's mm-hmm. how you're selling from stage. So it's leveraging your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why speaking is, is known to exponentially grow one's business. It's because of that leverage. 
Absolutely. And I mean, I know tons of, you know, entrepreneurs that are in my circle that do speaking gigs at conferences or, you know, smaller mastermind groups mm-hmm. and, you know, they don't get paid, but it, it's exposure, right. And getting that expert status and, and getting your feet wet. And I mean, selling from the stage is a whole art. It really is. And it's, it's also, all of us have been in, in, a, in a live room or like what we are on today. Whoever is on the stage has instant credibility. Yeah. So speaking really does help position somebody, you know, as the credible source, as the expert. So if as a VA, if you're listening to this, you think about when you're going out to potential new client, that's a selling point. Like clearly that talent wants to be the known expert in their field. And that's what speaking helps you accomplish. That's true. Now, I mean, some people are gifted that way. They just like, you know, Mm -hmm. take over a room, but like for some people, it does not come naturally. Is, Is it, how do you know if speaking is right for you? And is it something that can be taught? Oh, I love this question. I'm so glad you asked it because, um, I flippin' love the speaker that is on stage, that is a screw up, that is nervous, that is absolutely 100% themselves. Mm-hmm. That does not mean, however, and this is really important, they're, they haven't rehearsed, yeah. they haven't practiced. They, they might not be the most poetic speaker, they might not be the most dynamic speaker, but anybody, and this is, the God's honest truth, anybody who gets on stage and is themselves yeah. in their truest, most vulnerable, honest, of integrity self, you're, you're a wonderful speaker. And that doesn't mean you don't trip up and forget what you're going to say and repeat yourself and have a blackout. Like Those things all happen, but it doesn't take away from who you are when you show up yourself. And that's the most important thing as a speaker. That's a nice piece of advice because you see so many, and there's a lot of, you know, Brian Tracy, like there's like, you know, (laughs) Anthony Robbins. I mean, clearly they are coached, they're polished, they're rehearsed. Right. Take away what they're doing is amazing, but it's, you don't feel that you need to be that caliber and that you know, flipping perfect. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, the first time I spoke when, when I got this, you know, calling, if you want to say that to speak, the voice inside my head said, you're, you're a joke. Like you hate public speaking. You don't even like to make a toast in front of your family. What are you thinking? And I got up on stage. I, my legs were shaking so badly that I actually had to lean up against the wall. Cause I, I thought I was going to fall down. And I, I got off stage and my speaking coach, God bless on me was sitting in the front row. I'd gone, you know, I'd done all this training and I told him, I said, oh, if I only had known that just being myself on stage was good enough, all of those, all of that other stuff would have fallen along the wayside. So like I said, if you're, if you're just who you are, you still need to practice. You still need to rehearse your message Mm -hmm. without saying, but you just show up as you. And I think to knowing your value, like, you know, your, your, your product, your service, whatever it is, you know, your stuff inside out. If you had a one-on-one conversation with someone, you could talk to your blue in the face. So it's like, it shouldn't, well, shouldn't, but it, it, it can be the same. Absolutely. And there is a little, um, sidebar to that comment, which is so many, experts for this or you know for the talent for this conversation 
know their business inside and out, like you said, but when you think about getting out from behind the desk of expertise and standing in front of the desk and actually speaking, it really is different. That's where people go straight to their head instead of their heart. Yeah. And rehearsal will help that, um, that, that connection with your audience. Cause then you'll, you'll be speaking from your heart. So if, if you're a VA on this, that's one of the tips I would tell you is to give your talent of rehearse your message. You don't have to um, act it out, quote unquote, in a certain way. Like you don't have to be somebody else, but rehearse your message so that you can connect with your audience from your heart. Because we all know you don't connect in the, in the head, you connect yeah. in the heart. And that's a part of delivering your message. And people know if you're genuine and authentic. Absolutely. They connect with you more if, if they feel that you are. Right. So getting into the back end and the meat of the matter of, you know, yay, I want to be a speaker and I feel good. And <laughs> then what, right? It's like, how do you take that first step? Oh God, that's so funny. Um, well, it's interesting. I think of the, of the speaker that the idea, the vision of being on stage is the really sexy part. Yeah. The not so sexy part is actually how you find and book the stages oh God, yeah. which to speak. So if you are a new speaker and you're looking to get out there, one of the first things I would suggest that you do uh, outside of, of practicing your message is really focus on who are your warm leads. Yeah. Who are, you know, who's in your already community, your circle of contacts, um, your overlapping businesses, like the ones that are complementary to you that are, that are warm, that are a good, you know, good connection for you to call up and say, Hey, I'm actually now going to be doing some speaking. Do you know of anything that might be, you know, opening for, for me to speak? So it's really focusing on your warm leads from there. That's a good idea. And I think people, you know, think big right off the cuff, as opposed to like what's immediately around you and work your way out, so to speak. Is that more the approach that you think is better? Well, I always talk about, um, I, I, who is it? Robert, Robert Allen. I know keeping the ends in mind. If you're going to go out and speak, it's not in your best interest to just start, start throwing stuff up everywhere and see what sticks. Yeah. I, I always recommend to my clients that make your top 100 list. Where do you want to be speaking and then work backwards? And what that actually means is if, in fact, you are targeting one of those big, live, traditional main stages, find out who's spoken in, on the stage in the past. Mm -hmm. Then go to their website and look at where they spoke Oh, great idea. And that leaves you kind of this breadcrumb trail yeah. of speaking gigs and how to get to that big main stage. So it's just a, a great way to work backwards and also keeping the end in mind and having a target. Yeah, that's a great idea. That's a really good tip. Um, see what they're doing. Now, do you find a podcast are a good intro into the speaking world? Heck yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I am overwhelmingly thrilled with what the virtual world has brought mm -hmm. to speakers. It is such a different playing field than it used to be. You know, 10 years ago, we're talking, you know, it was a very traditional live event. You go on the live stage and, and you speak. With the, with the explosion of the virtual market, podcasts, virtual, I mean, um, video channels, you know, webinars, telesummits, live stream, Google Hangouts, Tele, you know, just tele, uh, tele summits. 
these are all amazing stages. Yeah. And I mean, for real, there are stages, even though you could be doing it in your slippers, it's a great way to not only practice your message, because certainly you'll understand if your message is resonating, you'll mm -hmm. get some feedback. Um, it's a great way to work out the kinks, but these things can absolutely lead to those big main physical stages. That's true. Cause you're gaining exposure, you know, in different circles and their lists and their people and Absolutely. And again, like a podcast, I mean, I love that we're doing this. It's just another chance for anyone to out loud talk about their message and, and, you know, get a feel for it. Yeah, that's true. Now, how do you pitch yourself or, or how does your VA pitch you? Are there, are there things you should or shouldn't do? Yes. Calling, um, emailing. I mean, I'm sure there's language that you shouldn't smoke do. signals. <laughs> 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 water bottle bombs or something with a note in a bottle. Hey, we're sailing. We'll put a note in a bottle. Oh, yes. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yes. So, it, I mean, again, I'm going to speak to both audiences of the yeah. VA and of the talent. So, if you are the talent, um, pitching yourself, and it's exactly what I did, so I, I really do speak from experience, is fine in the beginning mm -hmm. if you don't have a resource to use for this part. But I will tell you, it is not sustainable. And this is where you will mess up. If you are the talent and you're going to keep pitching yourself, you will, you will get bogged down with time and overwhelm because you as a talent really need to be focused on your messaging or your networking, other parts of your business. So again, it's fine to start there, but I really don't recommend you do it long-term because it's, it'll wear you out. Now as the VA or the admin or the support person that can you know, pitch the talent. This is perfect because the, the support person is aligned with the talent's message. You know what they're already talking about. You can provide what I think is the number one, you know, as uh, technique strategy to get speaking gigs is this ongoing and consistent effort. Cause that's where the talent will fail because they'll get to, they, they won't have enough time. But as the, as the admin has that or the VA, you can designate one, two, three, ten hours a week, whatever is right for your schedule. But as long as you just maintain that on an ongoing and consistent basis, you will see results for your client. And that's why I think it's, it's such a magical bridge between a VA and the, and the talent because the talent actually will also look bigger with representation. They'll look more professional yeah. and that's Absolutely. a total bonus for them. That's actually a really good selling point for any of you that are listening as a VA, as you're looking for a new client, to tell them that, like, they will, I, I, I know this, you know, this is fact, they will look more professional and event hosts will hold them in higher regard. It will help their positioning, even before they get on stage, to have this representation. Well, it's all about image, right? It, right. Like, it, it, you must not be very busy or successful if you're typing all these emails yourself. It's like, a, it may or may not be true, but right. that's kind of the image that, um, you know, fortunately, unfortunately, it portrays. It's, it's true. It's, it's all about the positioning. Agreed. Now, I know I've heard things where it's like, you just need like a quick email to someone. Hey, I've got this great idea. You know, I'd love to be on your show or whatever it is. Mm -hmm that you be really succinct and to the point. Yes. And some people say, you know, yeah, but they want to, you know, they're going to want to know what kind of content you can provide. It's like, is there a right or, or wrong way of pitching? Well, the best way to pitch is really with an open-ended question. 
Um, the, and immediately after that, actually, if not before that, is approaching your host from a place of service. And we probably all have heard that maybe to nauseum, but it's really true. Like yeah. if you, if you reach out to an event host and say, Hey, um, have you hired speakers yet? My speaker talks about leadership and he's really great. She's really awesome. Um, can, do you need any speakers? Like one, it's a yes or no question. Yes. Two, it's, it's, you know, it's not enough information as far as how are you going to stand apart in your niche of leadership? Mm-hmm. And three, it doesn't say like, I've been following you. I understand your business. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I love what you're doing in this industry. I have a speaker that talks to this point, And I think it really complements what you're already putting out there. Can I promote you to, you know, my client's list on, on your free, whatever, like offer them to help. Like, how are you going to make their life easier? Totally. The, the number one pitching secret is to figure out the host's problem and solve it. Yes. You, you have got to position yourself as the solution, either, you know, your talent as the solution or their message, his or her message. Yeah. Um, and so that's the, that's the key about pitching is uh, come from a place of service and ask an open-ended question. And how do you even find who the gatekeeper is on how to... <laughs> I'm laughing because I, I, I used to work for a private investigator right after college. And it, it cool. just always makes me think of putting on my, my PI hat. Yeah, that's um, so cool. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. I'm picturing you right now with a big magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's often right there on the website for the event, like for event questions, you know, reach this person. Otherwise, it does require some sleuthing, some private investigating. Yeah. And you just sort of ask around, make a call. It, it's so helpful. And I, and I almost even regret saying it in a sense of it's, it's, it's common sense. Just be nice. Like, yeah. just be kind and say, and, and on it, like, don't try to be playing games with these people. They're savvy. They, they are contacted mm-hmm. multiple times a day. They know the game. Just say, I'm so-and-so. I'm trying to find out who's in charge of the event because I have a question about it, and I'd love to get some more information, you know? And that way, that, that should hopefully lead you to, right. uh, or at least you get you past the gatekeeper. That's a good point. Now, are there any rules of thumb in respects to like following up or how much yes. too much or calling? Yeah. Or- and, and you also, you'll figure out too quickly if, if email is the best way, if a phone is the best way, if, if tweeting them or sending them right. a message on LinkedIn or Facebook, try all the forms of communication and, you, and who, however they respond, of course, that's going to be their preferred way yeah. of contact. So now you figure that out. Um, I, I walk that fine line of not being a pest, but being assertive and it's not always clear. And this has happened more times than I can count. But if you have reached out to an event host and you aren't getting a response, you don't have to be pissy about it. You just have to say, Hey, I realize you're really busy and I certainly don't want to be the one that adds, you know, to your inbox or your voicemail. This will be the last time I reach out because I, I, you know, I respect your time. If you need any other information, please let me know. I'm, I'm always here. And I, I just, you know, I, I'm glad that I was able to, you know, reach you in the first place, something like that. More times than not, you will get the response that says, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I've been really busy. (laughs) Totally. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you're respecting their time and, you know, what they're doing and, um, and you're just being genuine. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And they'll appreciate that. So more, like I said, more often than not, 
they'll say, yes, please send me your information or yeah, I'm happy to set up a call. Perfect. Now, how, obviously there's a lot of emails, a lot of phone calling, a lot of research up front. Mm -hmm. I mean, how much time does it take to pitch for a speaking gig? Well, it kind of depends on how much time whoever is doing this, whether it's the town or they wants to commit. It goes back to our earlier point of whatever is right for you or your team, decide on that and then stick to that. So if you decide I'm going to spend an hour a week researching Mm -hmm. the gigs, and then I'm going to spend an hour a week pitching the gigs, and then I'm going to spend, you know, 30 minutes a week on follow-up. So that's two and a half hours a week. Mm -hmm. But again, it just depends on what's right for your schedule. The key will just be to maintain that. Yeah. The the follow-up part, well, research is is fundamental. I I, I talk about that in my program. Because if you don't, if you don't research the right gig, then you might as well not pitch to it because now you're pitching to the wrong audience. Now you've just wasted a bunch of everybody's time. Totally. So if you, if you decide I'm going to spend an hour researching quality speaking opportunities, and then I'm going to spend, you know, like I said, 30 minutes pitching or 30 minutes on follow-up, that'll be your ticket to success. Perfect. And, and yeah, that makes as long as you, yeah, consistency, that's a thing. It's consistent and ongoing effort. Yeah. Because it's speaking funnel. This is another yeah. area where speakers kind of get tripped up or this yeah. is where they fail. They may land three, five, you know, eight speaking gigs and go, cool, I'm in it. Like my momentum's going, I'm fully charged. And then they stop yeah. the researching and pitching part. And now you have your speaking funnel that has completely dried up. That's so true. And if the other, the other side of that coin is if you're speaking and, or when you are speaking, ask for a referral. It is the simplest yeah. way to get the next speaking gig because you are already there in person. Now they've already, you know, sampled the product, if you will. And so they know that you can deliver. And then I, I have often just put a little comment sheet out. Like, do you know anybody else that might be interested in this, in this topic? Or can I get you some more information? Something like have a raffle, give them a, um, a free gift that you can collect a business card, you know, anything to, to collect leads and then extend that conversation of, to, you know, do you have a, if you have a referral, I'd be so grateful, you know, something like that. And, and do you make sure you get testimonials, whether it's video or written? Yes. And I'm, this is, this is a really good, good point. I'm glad you brought it up, Lindsay, because a testimonial, um, of course, in anybody's business is a great thing to have. You, everybody should have that. But a testimonial along with a, a speaker one sheet, along with um, your speaker reel, even along with your message, all of these things evolve because as you evolve as, as a speaker, mm. you'll get better, your, your one sheet will be you know, more succinct, your message will connect better, your testimonials will get better because you'll, you'll have better questions to ask and better feedback from which to, to speak. So all those things are great, but just, just remember it's an evolution. That's true. And you may not have the, you know, the funds right off the cuff to do X, Y, Z, but it, mm-hmm. yeah, it's all, it, it grows right with you. It, it grows with you. Now as a VA that's sporting, uh, supporting a speaker, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that they should or shouldn't do? <laughs> they should not do what I did. <laughs> That's the ticket. And it, it, it is, I have to laugh because bless my, my well-intended heart. When I started out supporting speakers, I was convinced that 
I could, in fact, control the entire world. And so I said, of course, I can get you, you know, five speaking gigs a month. That's a no-brainer. That's a big-brainer problem. (laughs) So the biggest thing you can do as a VA to support a speaker is promised, promised effort-based results, not result-based results. So what that means is don't do what I did, which is, give them a number of gigs per month. You say, I, I commit to uh, working on your speaking career, whether that's research, pitching, you know, prospecting, hmm. two hours a week. You commit to a certain number of hours a week, or you can also do something like, I will bring to you 50 quality leads. Right. You know, so that, that is all within your control. Yeah. And that is worth the price of admission as far as approaching a new client of setting yourself up for success and managing their expectations. Absolutely. That's totally important. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I, I refunded money because I got my, my butt in the ringer because I naively thought, Oh yeah, I, I can, I can control these things, but I, I couldn't obviously. And so don't do that. <laughs> So it's great that we can learn from your mistakes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're costly and plenty. <laughs> uh, but that's that's the whole journey, right? You learn as you go sometimes. Um, yeah, you really do. And if you're a VA and you're reaching out to a new client, this just made me think about, ask them. So, so first of all, you're telling them, I promise to deliver X number of hours or X number of quality leads, for example. But you want to ask them, where have you been speaking already? Yeah. Like, how are you already finding the gigs? How often are you speaking? And I, I, I will tell you that bless their well-intended heart. They're going to think that, um, you know, it's, I, I could be delivering this $25,000 keynote. There is a, a path to speaking. And unless you are a celebrity, a, uh, you know, retired president, or Olympic athlete, you know, the rest of the world, we have to take these steps to get to the big stages. So if you ask your clients, how are you getting your gigs now? You know, it's a great place for you to start as the support person, because now, especially if they're already having some success, now you can just start from that point and go ask them, you know, how many gigs are they, are they getting per month? Versus how many they would like to get per month. So you can understand what their, what their thinking is and what's realistic. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And who they've approached and how, and yes. you need to know what's happened for them to get to where they are now to know yeah. where to move forward. Absolutely. No, that's super key. Um, I had a question while you were talking and it just escaped. Um, so from a speak, Oh, I know what it was. Um, I, I know there's a lot of like speaker associations and organizations. Uh-huh. Um, are they important? Are you talking about like a speaker agency or speaker bureau? Uh, I know there's, I don't know, I've seen it. There's like associations. Like, well, I'm, because I'm a speaker, I'm a part of, uh, not an agency so much, but like. Okay. A- so like a national speakers association. Yeah. That's the one I was okay. thinking. Sure. Um, yes. Th- those are beneficial, but they're, I will, I will say, you know, as a, a caveat, it depends on where you are in your level of speaking. Okay. Um, 
specifically the NSA or the National Speakers Association requires the speaker to have reached a certain level, um, a certain volume of sales, certain number of presentations, certain number, uh, a certain amount generated from speaking fees, that kind of thing. Yeah. So those are the qualifiers to get into the NSA. Um, other associations, uh, depending on what they are, what their focus is, as, as far as is it the right networking or audience? Mm-hmm. It, it depends on who they are and who the messenger, what the message is for the speaker. Um, as an extension of this question to the speaker bureaus and speaker agencies, right. those two can be beneficial, again, depending on what level the speaker is already at. And if, you know, an agency doesn't necessarily mean more gigs, it can mean that you're just a number and not necessarily get the, the coverage that a speaker would want. It just all depends. And so if you're paying an agency, there's a, break, there's a totally break-even point because it really depends on are you getting enough bookings and right. are you selling enough from those bookings to make that agency fee worthwhile. That's a good point. So, Cause some and it, it, you know, some people, if an agency is, call it $10,000, I'm just pulling that number out of air. But think about it, if you are the talent, if you're going to spend that money on an agency, okay, we'll now think about putting that towards hiring a VA mm-hmm. to, to, to do the, the, the pitching for you because I don't want to guarantee it, but I can pretty much almost guarantee a VA is going to have the ability and the time to put forth more effort in getting a speaker out there than an agency or a bureau. Unless again, it's a really high level speaker. It, you know, it just kind of depends, but yeah. No, it's very good. It's like having a publisher for your book. They don't really yeah. push your book like you do. Yeah, that is true. So I know you've got like a system together for VAs and admins and you help entrepreneurs as well, um, you know, get those speaking gigs. So tell me how that works. Yeah. So I am really excited because it, this idea again of bridging the talent with the team. Hmm. Um, I offer this training. It's really a step-by-step A to B, how to find, you know, research, pitch and book speaking gigs. And it is for the talent and it really is also for the VA. The talent, however, um, I encourage you as the talent to know the process, but again, not long-term doing it. And so for, for the admin or the VA, this is really where you can attract more clients easily because offering a speaker support mm-hmm. makes you so in demand because so many, so many, you know, talent people out there want more speaking gigs. They just don't want to do it themselves. So yeah. that's that. So the program is it's, it's all online. It's a five module online program. Uh, I talk about what, again, I think is critical is the research. So we spend two modules talking about how to do effective quality research. There's a module on pitching and, you know, sample pitches and what to say in a pitch and how to get them, that conversation started. We talk about um, contracts and speaker agreements. Oh, this is huge. Too many speakers will get booked for a keynote, for example, yeah. and not have a speaker contract or agreement in place. I've seen them with the event, you know, canceled the week before. So not only are they out their speaking fee, but many speakers have invested marketing money. So into swag or something. And and now they're out that too. So I talk about what to put in 
in a speaker contract. Ooh, and great. then as, as, a, as a bonus to the program, I actually had met with an attorney. I am not an attorney. <laughs> you, you get that sample speaker contract yeah. to provide that protection for your client. And then it also has a lead tracker, a, a one sheet template. So it makes it super easy to get a one sheet done. It has a, a training guide that accompanies each of the trainings online, and it has a speaker workbook that actually has a list of places that are looking for speakers. Oh, nice. So it's a really, it's a great package. It's a done for you, how to find and book speaking gigs. That's perfect. And um, yeah, especially, and like you said, I think it's good for the speakers to know it. Um regardless of, you know, whether they're starting to yeah, it's important to, be, to Yeah, to understand sort yeah. of broad strokes of what's going on out there. And and just even communicating with the VA, right, on, on what's being Absolutely. done when yeah. and why and why didn't this work out? Well, because, you know what I mean? So they understand the process and so that they can be more effective together. It, it really is. It's such a great teaming, and, and you've said it exactly right. So the talent knows what's going on, but the the execution, mm. which is the most important part, comes from the VA or the of the talent. I mean, I'm sorry, of, of, or the admin. Yeah. And um, you know, I'll, I, I've got a, a link that it gives gives your listeners a fifty percent off, so I can send that to awesome. you for later. But it, I I'm really excited about it because. <laughs> I'm in the States, so there's never been a more important time. Maybe get out a new message because we've had some changes that are coming up. Yeah. So I get really excited about thinking of a, of a VA that can grow their VA business by yeah. new clients as well as a talent who has a message to get out there. Well, and there's a lot of VAs that are looking for a specific niche that, um, you know, isn't, I don't know, working with schedules or emails. Yeah, the VA business is just exploding and it's so exciting. Wide, yeah. Yeah. So to have a focus or a niche or add another service or even if you have clients right now um, to be able to serve them better, add more value. Right. um, It makes the VA, oh my gosh, it really helps differentiate you from I do social media posts I can do excel spreadsheets I can do powerpoints I can do calendaring it really makes you not only be um you know differentiated but way higher value because if you're supporting somebody in speaking that is their brand that you're getting out there and that's that's just huge so it's a big opportunity, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm happy to yeah share it. So I will have obviously that link um, on the show notes, uh, folks, just to let you know. But how can people find you in general, um, Gretchen? Yeah, they can just go to my website. It's just um, my name, GretchenBruner.com. And Bruner is B-R-E-U-N-E-R. So GretchenBruner.com. Always happy to answer questions. Um, just want to be supportive to anybody that's, you know, taking, taking the chance to get their message out there. And for those of us that are supporting the ones doing that. So excited about it. Yeah, no, your course, it's very concise. You have everything that you need. Um, It's a good price point. Um, Yeah, I'm excited for you. Thank you. Perfect. Well, like we said earlier, that half an hour goes by really fast. <laughs> are we already done? Are we already done sailing? <laughs> we are. We have to step off the boat. <laughs> oh, back at the dock. Okay. Uh, put the wine glass down. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah. So, I mean, we packed a lot in there, I think. Um, you gave some really good advice um, for the entrepreneurs that are looking into getting into speaking and the VAs that want to grow their own business with that service. So that's been perfect. Great. I'm glad. I, I, really, I really do believe in speaking to both mm-hmm. um, the, the talent and the team because you're each so valuable in what you do. And um, I'm just passionate about that. I really, really feel strongly. So thank you very much for having me. You bet. And so this episode, of course, it will be at lindsayphillips.com along with um, the show notes and my other episodes, my videos and my blogs. And for those of you out there that are looking for a VA firm to help you grow your business and get more done faster, of course, go to ssonlinesupport.com. So thank you for listening, folks. And until next time, I wish you a productive and profitable week and may the wins always be at your back. You've been listening to the Sailing to Success podcast, the show created exclusively for entrepreneurs and small business owners looking for a safe port in the storm of fast-paced business growth. To make sure you don't miss a single profit-boosting show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and www.sailingtosuccesspodcast.com. To learn more about how Lindsay and her team can help you increase customer service, run your business more effectively, and increase your profits, go to www.ssonlinesupport.com. That's www.ssonlinesupport.com. Now go and implement what you've learned and come back next week for more Sailing to Success podcasts.